The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. So, Adam, uh, you just uh, told me some news that I thought uh, was interesting and we should share with our audience. Uh, there's a, a tournament here in the town that I live in, in Mount Prospect, uh, called the Prospect Invitational. Right? It's a, it's a tournament for high school girls. Yep. Including Prospect High School. Well, uh, we just heard that they renamed that tournament after uh, a departed friend of ours who we coached together with, and 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 you coached his daughter for years, mm-hmm. jo- Joe Welk. It's now known as the Joe Welk Memorial Tournament, um, and uh, we tip our cap to them for that because Joe was a heck of a great guy. He really was. I mean, the person was, he lived soccer through his kids, was so helpful, especially with the club, with Green White, that we had so much time with, and obviously with his high school too. So I only got to, I only got to work with two of his children. I know he had some daughters previously as well that played, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, what a, what a great person. So we tip our hat to, to Joe today for sure. And, and he, actually, Joe came with us our trip to Holland in Germany back in uh, 2017. Right. He was part of that uh, team that went over there. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you to Prospect for doing that. Uh, you've chosen well. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is time for us to uh, do free kicks. And now, free kicks. Free kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So we have a lot to talk about today. Um, yeah. Uh, beginning with the Champions League, which is now down to four teams. Uh, we have Manchester City, Real Madrid, AC Milan, and Inter Milan, um, which means some great teams are out again. Now Chelsea is out. And uh, Napoli, that's kind of, that was kind of a surprise to me that Napoli was knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm frustrated in two ways. One, I I really disappointed that Manchester City and Real Madrid is not the final. I think that's those are by far the two best teams. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's a shame that they're not in the final together. I mean, the semifinal. Now it's a repeat of the the semifinal from last year, which Real Madrid won. And then secondly. You know, it's. In, I mean, I'm happy for the two Italian teams, but I'm not necessarily completely convinced that they should be in a semi-final. Right. <laughs> you know, but you know, they deserve to get there. I'm not saying that they they don't don't deserve to be there, but are they two of the best four teams left? Probably not. So they did have um, a pretty easy draw on the way to yeah, the semi-finals. I agree. Now, there's no question. You know, in terms of how it took place, um, with obviously the one of the Milan, I think it was was AC that beat uh, Napoli, I yeah. believe, because they had the Italian. It was the Italian quarterfinal, um, and Napoli is probably. I was surprised they got knocked out, as we talked about briefly earlier. It was a bit of a bit of a shocker that they got knocked out because Napoli is going to win the win the Italian league by a landslide. Right. So that was a bit of bit of a shocker. Um, but it, it proves it, it, it constantly shows that the those teams that consistently do well in the Champions League always find themselves 
in the in the semifinals. <laughs> and AC Milan has won it many, many times, right? Yeah. No more so than Real Madrid. I mean, as you mentioned, 14 times. I mean, that's twice as many as anybody else. Yeah. So that gives you an idea of how how dominant they are. And then you've got Man City that's been in the semifinal every year pretty much. Uh, and obviously a few finals. Maybe it's this year. Maybe this is their year. Well, yeah, the, the the totals are uh, Real Madrid has been in the final 17 times, one wow. at 14. Manchester City's only been in the final once. Mm-hmm. And they lost it. I forget what team they lost it to. I think, I think that was the Chelsea game, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, the only team in London won it a couple of times. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, you know, you got to say, the, the path to the semifinals for Real, Real Madrid and uh, Manchester City was very difficult. I mean, they really... Oh, yeah. I mean, Madrid has already knocked out Chelsea and Liverpool, and uh, and uh, Manchester City knocked out Bayern Munich and did it convincingly. Yeah, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. They, they had to go through some serious teams. You know, there's no question... Uh, I mean, that's not to take anything away from, you know, what Inter Milan did. You know, Benfica is always in and around the quarterfinals. They're pretty much a staple for that. Right. Um, and they and they won on aggregate, although it was a heck of a game yesterday. Although, to be fair, I don't think too many people were watching it <laughs> no, other, I, than I the, <laughs> other than the Portuguese and yeah. the Italian fans. Um, but everybody was probably watching the, uh, the Bayern Munich-Man City team, uh, game, but... You know, Manchester City, so dominant, and they just added that that one person they I needed. Know. I know. And that's the difference. He's the guy scoring the goals, even though he missed the penalty kick. He's the guy that's made the difference. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe my team Chelsea could learn from that. Maybe they need a striker. Yeah, just what an a, idea. Just a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> now, but, yeah, they've got Those they guys got don't him. grow on trees, by the way. No, definitely not. And he was, you know, he's being paid – over 19 million a year so he's definitely uh getting his worth but he is a player that has changed Manchester City considerably because they are now consistently scoring goals and they don't look like they're going to lose too right. often and if any team can beat Real Madrid this is the only one I think of the final four that can yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think I the whole world will be rooting for them to do so because enough already with the Madrid thing for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, massive, massive credit to Real Madrid in terms of consistently getting back there every single year, semifinals all the time. Yeah. But yeah, they, they, they really do own the Champions League, that's for sure. But I think this is the year. Man City, I can probably think they're going to get it. And if they get to the final, they're going to be heavy favorites. There's no question. Well, let's talk about the other semifinal, too, because it's, it, it is uh, pretty interesting. Let's face it. It's an all-Milan semifinal. AC Milan, Inter Milan, they have faced each other 235 times wow. uh, since 1929. Right now, Inter has won 87 times. AC has won 79, 69 draws. Uh, as you mentioned, AC Milan has been in the finals 11 times. They've won it seven times. Um, yeah, yeah. And most recently in 2007, Inter has won has been in the finals five times. They've won it three times, most recently in 2010. So these are not 
you know, fly-by-night teams. Right, exactly, exactly. And the, the, the interesting thing, I don't know if you mentioned this, but they've actually already played each other three times this season. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's the funny thing. So um, I think um, I think they've won one each and drew one, if I remember. So it's, it's very even. Um, but it, it's going to be a great game, especially for the Italian fans, obviously, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Italy didn't was not in the World Cup this <laughs> yeah. past time. So, so uh, this might this might uh, maybe make the Italian fans feel a little bit better that they've got themselves at least a guaranteed team in the final of the of the biggest club uh, tournament in the world. So, I think that may make them feel a little bit better. But my goodness, this is it's going to go down in history. There's no question. A semi final like this, it'll be a great game for them. Yeah. Be interesting to see who comes through it. Um, both teams are at home. You know that's the nice thing. They both play in the same stadium, so there you go. It would be it's like never- Manchester City versus Manchester United in the the semifinals. It's exactly yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, talk about what else is happening because there's also a Premier League, if I remember right. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? And uh, by the way, the <clears throat> the Champions League resumes the semifinals in May, so we still have yeah. some time before we get there. But let's talk about what's going on in the uh, in the Premier League. There's actually interesting battles in all three of the of the places that you look for battles in the Premier League for yeah. the title, for the battle for fourth place, and the battle for relegation. Uh, and let's start with that title uh, race because it. It's playing out just like you mentioned last week. It's going to come down to that game next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Manchester City against Arsenal. Yeah, April 26th. We might have to push back our, our yeah. chat until after that game, that's for sure. But that's going to be a huge game. So, you know, you look at it, Manchester City on fire, five wins in a row, uh, a couple of draws, Arsenal being pegged back both games after being up two goals in both yeah. games. Um, so um, if Man City wins their game in hand, they're going to be one point behind going into the Arsenal game. God, this is going to be great. It's going to be – It's going to. ultimately, it's probably one of the biggest games in the last few years. There's no question. So it's going to go down to the wire. That's what's really exciting. All right. So check that out. We'll, and, and as you mentioned, our next show will be about that. Uh, we'll wait There's until no after question. that game. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the battle for fourth place is getting kind of interesting. I I kind yeah. of had uh, written it off. Uh, yeah. But Newcastle has a big loss. Tottenham has a big loss. Um, and don't look now. Aston Villa is only three points behind Tottenham, and they haven't lost in their last five games. I don't get I just unbelievable. I mean, obviously our good friend Todd's got to be jumping up and down because – He's he's seeing the lights of Champions League. This is not he, he never must have thought this when <laughs> yeah. Steven Gerrard was the manager yeah. just a few months ago. He was thinking, let's just stay in the league. Right. Now they're looking at Champions League. It's absolutely amazing what they'd done. I mean, we I remember us talking about the Chelsea Aston Villa, the the game of tenth place. Yeah. And now they've just surged ahead with, you know, basically five wins in a row. So yeah. They are literally a couple of victories outside of being in the top four. Newcastle's going down. They had a, a rough loss to Villa, 
Yeah. And uh, Villa look great, by the way. I know, I know it was a struggle for you to get watch that one, but I'll give yeah. Todd all the credit to get up nice and early for that one. But yeah, he texted Villa, me that... when I, <laughs> I did not watch it. Every goal, yeah. 4.45, <laughs> boom, every goal. But what a great – I mean, they played fantastically well to give Villa a lot of credit. They looked extremely solid. Uh, they basically controlled the midfield and uh, took care of business. So really good result for them. Puts them right back in the mix. And then and then Tottenham, again, very inconsistent. Them losing to a Bournemouth team that's turning it around and pushing themselves outside out of the, the bottom three. So it's, yeah, it's, it's going to come right down to the wire between really Aston Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle, you know, potentially even Brighton and Liverpool on a bit of a surge too. So who knows? Who knows? Well, you know, I've watched Tottenham now a couple of times and I just can't understand how they're even as high up as they are because they really don't look very good at all. You're absolutely right. I know the fans are very frustrated. Obviously, they don't have a manager. They, you know, everybody's talking about this, about they don't necessarily have a real strategy moving forward. They've obviously got the interim manager. They're not sure where they're going. They're just literally just um, floating in the water, not really going anywhere. And I think that's the frustration of the Tottenham fans. But you're absolutely right. How they stay there, I think the main reason they're there is Harry Kane. Yeah, He's the only, he's the only guy that's keeping them there and to to a to a certain point son who's starting to get a bit of form but if it wasn't for Harry Kane's goals Tottenham would be middle of the table with Fulham and Chelsea no question could you imagine uh, a Harry Kane wearing a Chelsea jersey oh that would be great I must confess that would be awesome that would be really good because he's got to be getting frustrated he has to be getting frustrated you would think so you would think so he's got to start thinking about his next move obviously he's Tottenham born and bred, been there. That's his boyhood team. But my goodness, it, it's certainly getting to a point where what's next? And potentially, who knows? The next manager of a Chelsea could maybe influence it, especially if it's a Mr. Pochettino, for example. Right. You never know. You never know. All right. Let's also talk about the battle for relegation because mm. – um, the same three teams are in there, uh, which is Nottingham Forest, Leicester City, and Southampton. They all look, yeah. they all look terrible. Um, I'll grant <laughs> you that. But there are yeah. two teams that are really battling to stay down there. <laughs> and for me, the 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 Leeds team, holy mackerel! They uh, they have just called it a season. They're getting crushed yeah. left and right. Yeah, I mean, the manager came out and talked about how many hours he's putting in the office. You know, I'm here 12, 14 hours. Well, obviously it's not enough because you're you're just leaking goals left, right and center in the back. I mean, Liverpool just absolutely put a a pounding on this on Monday this past week. And I just don't know if they can stop teams from scoring. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they look, Liverpool looked like they could score every single time they went down down the field. So... They've got to sort out their defensive woes. There's no question. Everton, same thing, struggling. These teams are all down there. And then now you've got Nottingham Forest, who've again kind of hit this. They had a little bit of a purple patch there for a while, doing well. And then all of a sudden now they've dropped down. So, Well, I watched their last game. I watched Nottingham yeah. Forest. And they're not good. 
Uh, you know, no. I think even the announcers were saying this is a championship team, meaning yeah, right. they should be playing in the championship. You know, the the mm-hmm. second division. Um, yeah, because they uh, they don't look good. So it's a battle, but it's a battle for <laughs> suckiness. <laughs> we see which team <laughs> ends up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the only teams that you know that I think are, are seen pushing themselves out, like Bournemouth. My goodness, and probably so many of us would have thought Bournemouth would have been in that bottom three. But you can look at the fight that they have. I mean, yeah. that result against Tottenham. I mean, the guy comes in as a sub, first goal ever he scored. What a result for them to score in the last minute. I mean, that's that that changes their season. That to me keeps them up, just because they have that fight. Whereas the other teams, you just you're worried about where they're going. Are they fighting enough? Uh, Southampton, especially, and Leicester. Although they played a little bit better in the second half, it was it was a tough game. First manager, the manager coming in, and you got Man City. I mean, just write that one off. But, well, West Ham um, is another team that's starting to look a little bit better. Um, yeah, you know, getting a draw against Arsenal, you know, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were two nil down. Yeah, to come back as well. So that was even give them a lot more credit. So, yeah, I I think I think you're absolutely right. I think we're we're down to maybe five teams potentially now. Yeah. Although anybody could get sucked back in. West Ham has a little bit of breathing room, but Leeds with twenty nine and Everton twenty seven. They're just they're just there on goal goal differential. So anything right. can happen. Yeah, no and goal differential. If I were Leeds. I'd be, I'd be worried about that getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, because this was pretty good up until this past weekend. Yeah. I mean, they conceded 11 goals or something crazy in the last two games. So, yeah, that's what's really hurting them. So, you're right. All right, so before we uh, move on to another section here, let's also talk a little bit about the FA Cup because yeah, yeah. the semifinals are this weekend, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the semifinals at Wembley, right? Not just the Correct. finals. Yeah. Okay. So it's Manchester City versus Sheffield United, Brighton, Hove Albion mm. versus Manchester yeah. United. We could be looking at a an all Manchester FA Cup final. Very, very likely. Although I'll be honest with you, I think Brighton might get the upset result here. Yeah. They've been playing extremely well. Uh, obviously uh, not too far outside of uh, the top four, kind of fighting for definitely a European spot. They've just been very consistent, even with the new manager that came in. Um, I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if Brighton wins that. I know there are a lot of Brighton fans are excited. They haven't been to a final since probably the early 80s. I actually, actually, when they played Manchester United in the final, I remember that game. Um, so I think they've got a really good chance. Um, it'd be nice to see a Manchester City-Manchester United final. Uh, I think Man City is definitely a lock. I mean, I can't see them losing to Sheffield United, but no. you never know. Yeah. Uh, but the other one is a little bit more of a pick-up, I think. Uh, if, I they do, if they do, I want an investigation immediately of revolving gambling. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody will have made a fortune on that gamble. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a lot of money you put on that one because that yeah. would be a major upset. That's a that's a sixteen over a one in the NCAA tournament. Exactly. That's how I see it. it has happened. All right. Yeah. Free kicks is well. So next week we'll uh, 
we'll discuss that as well. Uh, for, yeah, for sure. Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is a non-profit corporation, official state association, and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. Okay, time for your favorite part of the show. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, so this one is is a little harder than the usuals. Um, he is 28 years old and has played with his current club for 10 years. Okay. Uh, but that club has only been in the Premier League since 2017-2018. Okay. Okay. And he's been on that club the whole time. So he came up with them from the uh, championship. Mm-hmm. He's English. Okay. He grew up in the Crystal Palace youth program, but never played for them. He's also never played for the national team. Hmm. At least at the, uh, you know, the first team level. Okay. I, I, I'm i going to go out on a limb here. I love this player. I don't know if it is him. Could well be. Is he playing for a team that we just talked about earlier in Brighton and Hope Albion? He, yeah, wow. Yes. Yes. And I've, got, I've actually got him on my fantasy team. I think he's great. He's a winger, a wing back. Yes. That was the next. Uh, that was the next clue. <laughs> played, yeah. He's played. Uh, he's he played over two hundred times for Brighton. Uh, I'm going to go with Solomon Benjamin March. That's right, Solly March. Uh, wow! And I love him too. He's a great player. Yeah, I think I like him more because I. Oh no! Back in my days, you know, back in the days of when I played, which uh-huh. was. Very average. Last century. I played that <laughs> last century. I played that similar position, and I probably can really associate with his work rate moving up. Now he's the type of player that scores goals when you need him, works his tail off, gets up and down the sidelines. He's just he's that type of a player that's just always there and thereabouts. And um, I know he's played in. He's been an under twenty one player for England, but he's just technically good. Reminds me of myself. Bags of energy, box yeah. to box player. <laughs> although, although uh, he's got a left foot, and I never had a left foot. But hey, great player though. I really liked him a lot. Do you think he'll ever play for the national team? I think he's in the form for sure that he could definitely get a look. The the bad thing, you hate to say, it, he's just a little older, you know, twenty eight. But that's you know pretty much a peak kind of time, you know, right to right. see. The, the the issue this we have so many outside. I mean Ben Chilwell, obviously right. we've got all of these great left backs and right backs in England. It's just just a bad timing on his part because of where he is. But I think he'd probably be a pretty good squad player uh, and maybe worth a shot. Uh, yeah. And I you know and talking with a, quite a few Brighton fans, you know there's people that's you know they rate him extremely highly along with. 
you know, Lewis Dunk, who's the captain, and, and a couple of the other players, they get results. So he could be the difference this weekend in the FA Cup. We'll see. Well, he um, he was injured for a while last year, and and, yeah. uh, and Brighton went right down the crapper while he was gone. I mean, uh, yeah. he made a, a huge difference on that team. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you look at their team. There's not there's not superstars there. No, but like I said, he's just he's high energy, consistent, and that's that's what makes it makes the difference for him. So yeah, he's he's a good one. Let me ask you this: what was the what was the clue that tipped you off so I can not do that again? <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell you that. Okay. I don't know. I think it was when I was looking when I was thinking about how old he was, and then. He's been with the same team. So, actually, the clue probably that helped me the most was the fact they hadn't been in the Premier League very long. So, okay. obviously, that made me think, okay, it's a team that's been around for only four or five years. So, automatically, I went to Brighton. Okay. And then I just thought of those players and then just kind of all right got All lucky. Right. Yeah, got lucky. Next week, we'll be getting sixth grade teacher names and stuff like that. And that's <laughs> that's it. And you'll have to figure it out. Hey, All I right. could I couldn't find out the one last week, so there you go. <laughs> so right. it it's it, it it depends. All right, fair enough. It's uh, time for this. Now time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. All right, what do you got? So obviously both FA Cup games, right? You know, you got to. I think you definitely have to watch them. When are and they? It's a bit of a. So you've got them on Saturday and Sunday. So the game on Saturday is at, uh, I think, 8.45, something like that. Maybe 9 o'clock, around about that time. Actually, maybe a little bit later, 10.45 on Saturday. And then on Sunday, it's going to be around about 10.30 again, too. So um, both of those games are on ESPN+. So you have to catch them on there. But for obviously looking at the, you know, you still got a selection of games. Some teams aren't playing just because they would have been playing the four teams that are in there. Um, but I think this is going to be a pretty good game on Sunday. So you can watch this one before you watch the FA Cup. So it's 8 o'clock Sunday morning, Newcastle at home after a big loss against Spurs. I think it's going to be a really Ooh. good one. So Newcastle, Tottenham Hotspur. At St. James's Park, I think it'll be a really good game. So definitely catch that one. There's, a, there's some good matches as well. You know, Arsenal at Southampton. You know, you got first against last, which is always kind of fun. Um, and then Liverpool, Nottingham Forest. But I think uh, the game to watch, Newcastle Spurs, 8 o'clock Sunday morning. Tune in before you watch it on USA, before you watch your FA Cup semi-final. Okay. Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. Uh, the, that's uh, a club that uh, has tryouts coming out this week, so uh, be sure to mm. check them out on uh, online. Uh, Green, Green White provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages, led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. All right, so we have people to thank. We've got to give special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano. With opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O P P I H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits.com. And we'll be back again next week. We'll have uh, FA Cup coverage. Uh, we'll have coverage of the big uh, match to win the Premier League and so much mm-hmm. more. 
with a brand new edition of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?